Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, Revoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Talk Recorded live. Praise the Lord, everyone. This is the day that the Lord has made. We shall rejoice and be glad in it. The earth is the Lord's and the fullness thereof. Blessed be his holy name. The name of the Lord is a strong tower. The righteous run into it and they are saved. Father God, we thank you for safety this morning. We thank you that in you we live, move, and have our being. You are the only wise God. Honor, power, and dominion belong to you and you alone. We bless your holy name. Well, saints, we are halfway through the year. It's so important that we pull out our vision and recalibrate so that we can motivate ourselves to push forward. Sometimes we live our life on autopilot, and we try to figure out what it is that God is really doing in our life and in our season. It is so important, however, that we stop and determine Are we on target with what God has ordained for our life? Even when circumstances come into our life, we should be able to evaluate them in terms of God's vision to know what we should do with them. I'm a strong believer that each year we should spend some time evaluating whether or not we're on point to receive a download from God, to know what our year is supposed to be, our overall objective. Then when distractions come, we can put them in its proper perspective. There are some things that we cannot change. We're not in charge of. We're not God. But we can know the heart of God for ourselves. And know that if God is sending the distraction, there is a place for it in our life and in his overall plan. When things come on a day-to-day basis, instead of living on autopilot, Jesus said, I only do what I see my father do. It is July, middle of the year. A great time to go back to what God has spoken in your life and evaluate it based on where you are right now, your plan, your purpose, your call. There are four areas that stop us, and we're going to be praying about those areas this morning. 
I'm going to use the STOP as an acronym. S, second guessing. We make assumptions, speculations, conjectures. The Bible says we are to cast down imaginations and every high thing that exalts itself above the throne room of God. There are times our second guessing is merely our mental ascension. We heard God. We know what God said. We know what his plan is for us. But instead of sticking to it, we second guess what God has already said. No matter what comes into your life, stop second guessing God. Recognize every situation for what it is. Be prayerful about what you agree to. Talk to Father God. Pray about it. See how it works in the scheme of things. Ask God for wisdom. If any man lacks wisdom, let him ask. Um, Secondly, T, turn back. Sometimes we just turn back. It means to revolve, twist, change direction, veer. That's turning. Back is to completely reverse. There are times that we are turning, reversing, going back to an old methodology, an old mentality. But because our turning isn't quickly, we don't realize that we've moved from the place that God, the trajectory that God has us in to begin to go backward. So we need to stop. Stop second-guessing God. T, don't turn back. In fact, don't turn at all. Forgetting those things which are behind, we press toward the mark of his high calling. That's forward momentum. So we don't live our lives on autopilot. We live intentionally. Oh, overanalyzing. Some of you are even listening to me right now, and your mind is going 100 miles a minute. Stop. Stop overanalyzing. Overly examining the situation. We make God so complex, but he's really very straightforward. Jesus said, I only do what I see my father do. That gives me an indication that daddy God is willing to show us systematically what our day, what our time should look like. But we must take time to make time. We must stop moving on autopilot, making assumptions. 
which becomes second-guessing God, making assumptions that we already know how to handle a situation. I stepped into a situation myself in November, and it was a cry of the heart. It was a heart desire. But six months later, I finally realized, oh, whether or not a situation becomes a distraction or not determines a lot on how it's handled. And only God has the wisdom to negotiate some situations. But we can't overanalyze them. We must. allow Holy Spirit to speak into our lives and give us guidance and direction. Be still and know that he is God. He will lead you and he will guide you and he will give you clarity of purpose. Cast down all imaginations, every high thing. Cast it down. Don't go over and over and over a situation in your mind. Scripture says to be anxious for nothing. So we're to present our case to Father God and trust him to speak into our situation. Trust in the Lord with all your heart. Lean not to your own understanding. In all your ways, acknowledge him. He will, he will direct your path. The other letter in the word stop is P, P for procrastination. Sometimes we postpone, we drag our feet, we delay, we put off. What we already know is a God assignment or part of God's plan for us. At the root of procrastination is fear. God has not given you a spirit of fear, but power, love, and a sound mind. So we are to S, stop second-guessing. We are to T, we are to stop, not turn back. Press forward. We are to O, we are to stop overanalyzing. We are to pee, stop procrastinating. This is the perfect time to evaluate, am I on target? Am I walking out what God has called me to? If not, my friend, you have A few more months to bust the move, to get there, to do that. And I believe for you that God is going to redeem the time. Don't think this was just for you. I needed to hear it too. 
God, I thank you and I praise you this morning for every dream and every vision that's represented on this line, those that will that are listening now and those that will hear later. I thank you, Father God, for what you are doing in our life. I have not seen nor ear heard nor entered into the heart of man what you have in store for your people. God, you are faithful, Lord. I thank you that you are healing us physically, emotionally. You are breathing new life into us. We are being rejuvenated. Hallelujah. Father, you fill our mouth with good things, and our youth is renewed like that of an eagle. Father, I thank you that you are repositioning us even right now. Father God, even as the prayers are going forth, the angels are ascending and descending to bring to pass. What thus saith the Lord for each and every person, what a joy to serve the true and living God. You are worthy, God. You are worthy of praise and adoration. You alone are our strength, our shield, and our buckler. You protect us going in, and you are rear guard. You have our back. Father, the world trusts in horses and chariots. They trust in their own strength and their own ability. But we will remember the name of the Lord. Your name is a strong power, God. The righteous run into it, and they are safe. Thank you, Daddy, that this morning we're running into you, God. We know that you call us safe. You call the play. You determine the action because you are God, master of the universe. You are Abba, Father. You are our daddy. And we thank you, Father God. We thank you, Father God, that we have been born anew, recreated in Christ Jesus Father, you're all the while in work in us, both to will and to do for good pleasure. We keep ourselves in love and light, and the wicked one touches us not. Greater are you, Father. Greater are you that are in us than he that is in the world. We are more than, more than, more than conquerors through Christ Jesus who loves us and has given himself for us. Weeping may endure for a night, but joy comes in the morning. This morning, Father, we decree the joy of the Lord is our strength. Father, I thank you that you're working a great work on the inside of us, Lord. We trust you. We trust you with heartbreak. We trust you with pain. We trust you, Father God. You are our Lord and our master, and we recognize God. We recognize your divine protection over our lives, over our loved ones. We recognize, Daddy God, that what's too much for us, you can handle it. Therefore, today we cast 
all our cares on you, for you care for us. You care about every detail of our life. So even what we don't understand, God, we trust you in it. Even what breaks our heart, God, we trust you in it. For we recognize, Daddy, that you have a plan for us, a plan to give us a hope and a future. You care about our welfare. And you have given us everything that pertains to life and godliness. You have secured our today, and you have secured our tomorrow by the blood of Jesus. Oh, that's foolish to a man that does not understand. But for those of us who have stepped into your presence, we have walked in the blood, we have covered ourselves, we have applied the blood to the the doorposts of our heart. Father, the blood is the only thing that makes sense. When we look at a dying world, we are thankful for the blood of Jesus. When we look at what the world is going through and all the pain and hopelessness and men's hearts are, are, are stopping for fear, God, when we look at all of this, God, we are thankful for the blood of Jesus. We're thankful for the hope that transcends this world, Father. We know, Father God, your great love, your great mercy, God. We also know, Daddy, that this is the place and the hour where we decide to be sons of the living God, that you have given us a choice to come out from among them and be made Sozo, be saved, be made whole, Father. Be delivered, set free, Father God. We thank you this morning. We thank you, Father God, that as we step into the path that has been illuminated by Holy Spirit, by your light, God, we thank you. We thank you, Father, that as we make a decisive decision to present our bodies a living sacrifice completely, wholly unto you, which is the least we can do for so great a salvation, you have laid out our path, Father. So today, God, forgetting those things which are behind us that yesterday, God, thank you, Father. Forgetting those things which are behind us, we press. We press towards your mark. We get in our lane, God. We take our position, Father. And we run a good race today, God. So I thank you for spirit-led downloads. Hallelujah. I thank you for ears attentive to hear what the Spirit is saying to the church this morning. Speak to us, God. We are your children, the sheep of your pasture. We hear our Father's voice. We hear the voice of the Good Shepherd. And we follow after you. Father, I thank you and I praise you, God. I praise you for this morning. 
I rejoice in you, God, for this morning. I am grateful, God, for hope, for peace, for joy. I am thankful, Father, for forward momentum into that place that you have ordained for our lives. We honor you, Daddy God. We recognize you, Daddy God. We seek after you, Abba Father. We purpose to do your will today. God, we break the power of sin and iniquity in our lives through the blood of Jesus. It is broken. We are new creations. We rebuke Satan and the accuser of the brethren through the blood of Jesus. And we command all accusers to depart through the blood. We cast out all spirits of slander and accusations. Father God, no weapon formed against us shall prosper. And every tongue that rises against us shall be shown to be in the wrong, for this is the inheritance of the saints. So, Father God, every false accusation, Lord, we thank you that the accuser will be shown to be in the wrong, whether it be in the spirit or in the natural. And, Lord, there are situations in our life that we just need mercy. We confess this morning, Father, that we blew it. We confess, Father God, that We were not obedient. We stopped. We let our fears overcome our faith. So we ask you, Father, to forgive us. And, Lord, we take the time to forgive everyone that has been an offense to us. We forgive them. We release them. We ask to be forgiven, released, restored, renewed, refreshed, revitalized. As we repent, God, we change our mind. We change our mind. We change our mind, God. And we come into agreement with your will. We line ourselves up with your will for our life today, God. Renew dreams and visions and hope this morning. Give us courage to pursue you, to pursue that which is our assignment. We follow after you, God. 
We push past our anxiety and we follow after you, Abba Father. We trust you. And Lord, we repent of every way that we have let the distractions undermine our purpose. Father, I bind the spirit of confusion. God, you're not the author of confusion. So everywhere that there is confusion in our life, we know it is not you. Lord, sometimes we are the source of our own confusion. But in other cases, the enemy sends a wave of confusion to get us to stop, get off course, just veer a little at a time, just enough to cause us to turn off course and miss the mark. God, I thank you. For every life represented, their children, their children's children, their spouses. You have a plan for them, a plan to give them a hope and a future. So we lay aside every sin and every weight that does so easily beset us. Sometimes, Daddy, we are easily thrown off. And the wicked evil one knows what to sin in each of our lives to cause us to get out of the will of God. Father God, let us discern our own heart. That's what I'm hearing. Father, sometimes we're just Martha. We're doing, 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 doing. Yet we don't spend the time that's needful to sit at the feet of Jesus. In the story of Mary and Martha, two sisters, one sister was busy cooking, cleaning, doing the physical stuff. Mary said, well, I'm going, Jesus is here. I'm going to sit at his feet. <laughs> this is a sidebar. I'm thinking about in our church. Jesus was in the midst of us. I'm not sure if we didn't get a little busy. And maybe have missed some of what God wanted to do. Lord, I repent. Father God, There are things I know in our life we have to do. But we need to do the first thing first. And that is to dwell in your presence. To sit at the feet of Jesus. To hear clearly your voice. To wait on you, God. They that wait upon the Lord shall renew their strength. They shall mount up on wings as eagles. Sometimes, Father, we're trying to mount 
We're trying to do all of these things, but we haven't done the first thing. We have not waited on you. We live in a very busy world. (laughs) I hear it. The world is created to keep us confused and distracted. Busy doing and not being. God wants us to be. Doing comes out of who we are. Doing comes out of becoming what he's called us to be. And we can't know what to do until we've spent time with the creator. That's why Jesus could say, I only do what my father does because he had spent time with the father. Many of us pride ourselves in what we do. That's the way of the world. That's why everybody looks for titles and positions. Because they judge themselves and one another based on title and position. But in the kingdom of God, we're all kings. We're all priests. And if you really want to be a leader, the higher you want to go up, the more feet you have to wash. God put the script on the enemy. So the very opposite So there is no competition. God makes the assignment. So therefore, there are no little I's and big U's. It's just serving, doing the will of the Father. So we eliminate jockeying for position because there is no position to jockey for except that of a servant. There's no title to have except servant. Are you senior leader? No, I'm senior servant. I've got to bow the Lord and give the most. I've got to be clothed in humility. so that Jesus can increase and I can decrease. 
Father God, teach us how to be merry in a Martha world. Teach us how to serve our husbands, our spouses, our children, our community with the gifts, time, talent, and treasure that you have given us. Father God, I thank you for your timing. I thank you, Father God. We live in I got to make something happen world. No. What we have to make is time to sit at your feet, to hear your voice, to learn what you want us to do with who we are, where we are. So we'll know how to train up a child in the way he would go. So we know how to love our spouses. How to become one. For you said, Father God, the two shall become one flesh. Father, show us how to walk this love out when it seems like the, our own flesh is rejecting us. I hear you. Father God, in the name of Jesus, I pray for each and every marriage. I pray, Father God, that the two shall become one flesh. I bind every spirit of division and confusion that's been released into our homes. I bind the spirit of divorce and separation in the name of Jesus. Father God, I come against the spirit that would cause one to withhold themselves from the other. I come against the spirit of aloofness, standoffishness. Father, show us how to dwell together in unity. I pray this for the church as well, but I pray specifically for homes right now. Father, many of us have not seen good marriage models. We've seen marriage models, and we've been told what a good marriage is. But we've not seen two people walking in unity, building kingdom, training up their children in the way they should go, building a budget based on everybody's concern, waking up every morning, getting a strategy for how to move forward. And Father God, sometimes as women, we undermine the very thing we believe we are believing God for because it doesn't look the way we want. It doesn't feel good. He doesn't understand. He doesn't know me. And there is a possibility all of that is true. But it doesn't change what you will do in our life. 
if we will take the posture of a servant. Father, we trust you that our emotional, physical, and financial needs are met, God. (laughs) Father, I praise you and I thank you, Father, that we have nothing to fear. God, you've not given us a spirit of fear. Why? Because we have duty. We have power. We, today, God, we posture ourselves to blow up the enemy, whatever strategy he had to derail our life, to keep us in continuous confusion, isolation, fear, rejection. Father God, we take the power of your presence, your word, your call, and your vision. We take the power of our word, and where there has been death, we decree life in the name of Jesus, whether it's physical, emotional, or spiritual. We speak to our circumstance, and we decree Jesus is Lord over our house. Jesus is Lord over our marriage. Jesus will correct the head because Jesus will not allow us to come up short. Jesus, I thank you for your blood. We apply the blood of Jesus to our household. We apply the blood of Jesus to the doorposts of our heart. And because you said the two shall become one flesh, we call our flesh into agreement with the word of God, both my flesh and my spouse's flesh, for we are one. I call them. I call everything in the fabric and fiber of our being in line with the word of God and the truth of God. And, Father, if there is any imagination that I carry we carry as spouses that does not agree with what your word says. Father, we cast it down. We do not have time. We don't have time to play, Father. So we decree that our homes are blessed. We decree that our homes are blessed financially, spiritually, Emotionally, we are blessed. We thank you, Father, that lines of communication are open. We are not fretful and easily offended, God. We are sober. We will not allow the enemy to traffic in our marriage. So we bind every spirit contrary to the will of God that would operate in our marriage, operate in our home. Operate in our church. Father, and we cause, first we call ourselves into agreement with your will. Sometimes we're blaming our spouse when we're the ones that want out. We're the ones that don't agree. We're the ones that are, that's mad and upset. And we keep stirring the pot of the enemy to keep us in confusion. We are on the defensive mode, God. We're self-protecting. We don't allow you to protect us. God, you see our marriages. You see our homes. You know everything that's going on. You know things that we cannot see. 
We don't know why our spouse acts the way they act, but you do. So, Father God, we cultivate love. You said love covers a multitude of sins. So we cover our homes with love. We cover our love with your, our homes with your love, which is your very essence, your presence. And we thank you, God, to teach us how to walk in love, not be silent and angry. That's not love. But to speak the love the, that you said in your word, to speak the truth in love. Let love season everything that we do. Not just love for the person, but the love for you that you give us. God, many of us were disciplined harshly with sharp words. Harsh discipline techniques. Father, many of us were born from a culture that was trained by slave masters to deal with one another harshly. So we often discipline under that same spirit, and we release oppression and depression into our household. So, Father, we come out of agreement with the spirit of the slave master that would cause us to beat, anger, shame, disgrace, our children, our spouses, ourselves, yes. Lord, where there has been oppression, anxiety, and fear, we receive your love. Father, we love ourselves. How can we love our spouses if we don't love ourselves? Many of us have spouses that have no clue what love is. They've never been loved, not like God loves the church. They despise themselves. So what comes out of their mouth toward you is what they really feel about themselves. You become a reflection. So, Father God, in the name of Jesus, we pray for our spouses. We don't know where they were hurt at. We don't know where they are broken at. 
We don't know why they would say what they say about us. Because when they say it, they're really talking about themselves. Because we are bone of their bone and flesh of their flesh. That's what happens when we come into marriage. So everything that our spouse says, ugly toward us, is really what they feel about themselves, God. So Holy Spirit, everywhere that our spouses are broken, we ask you, Father God, that you would pour in the oil, pour in the water, oil for your presence, your anointing, water your word. Pour in your love, God. Perfect love casts out all fear. Fear has torment. So everywhere our spouses is fearful, Father, we release your love. We release it into the atmosphere of our union. We release it into the atmosphere of our home. Father, let love be our portion. Let it be our portion as grandparents. Let it be our portion as parents. Let it be our portion as church leaders. Let it be our portion as church congregants. Let love permeate our heart. Let love be the instrument that we take into the community. Let love be our portion, Father. As we sit at the dinner table, let love ooze out of us your love, Father God. Father God, as we congregate with one another, let love come. Let love be our portion. For Father God, love was the source of the finished work on Calvary. For God to love the world that he gave. God let us so love that we give. Father, it's not about what people give us. It's what we give to other people. Father God, I pray for healing in home. I pray for healing in generations. Father God, you're redeeming the time. I pray, Father God, everywhere that we miss the mark, that love covers, love corrects, love brings about a change. We thank you for our change, Father. We thank you for the love of Jesus. I'm just hearing love ring. In my heart. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Father, for the love of God that shed abroad in our heart by the Holy Spirit. Hallelujah. We bless your name, Adonai. 
We bless your name, Adonai. We bless your name, Adonai. We thank you for your blood. We thank you for your love. We thank you for your kindness. Father God, your word says, though I speak, 1 Corinthians 13, beginning in verse 1, though I speak with the tongues of men and angels and have not charity or love, I am become a sounding brass or a tinkling cymbal. Father, sometimes what people in our sphere of influence hear Is a sounding breath, a symbol, a loud, clamorous noise. So when we try to bring instruction, they don't hear love. They only hear a noise that they find very irritating. Father, sometimes we try to discipline our children. And we keep saying, I don't know why they don't do what I say. I don't know why they can't hear me. I don't know why they don't receive me. Because love is not the driving force. Now, little children need repetitive instructions. That's part of how they learn. Some of us in our relationships with one another, what we say is truth. But because love is not the source, it's difficult for people to hear and receive what you're trying to give. First Corinthians says, so Father God, we thank you that we will no longer be a people of sounding brass, clamoring. We thank you, Father God, we release the right to be right, we release self-righteousness. We release a spirit of judgment. We bind the spirit of judgment and a spirit of self-righteousness, and we release love in its place. We bind clamorous, gossipy, backbiting, angry spirits. And we release love. We release, Father, harmony, peace, and joy into our relationships. And though I have the gift of prophecy and understand all mysteries and all knowledge, and though I have all faith so that I can remove mountains, but I have not love, I am nothing. Father God, some of us hide behind spiritual gifts and abilities and talents. We display how great we are through our gifts. And we become self-deceived thinking that the applause of man equal applause from God. And we confuse ourselves sometimes, the rejection 
of man, we confuse it to mean that you are rejecting us. And this causes us to stop. Lord, we ask your forgiveness. We ask your forgiveness, Father God. We ask you to forgive us for stopping. We also ask you to forgive us for being the source of stopping others. And, Father, where we've been deceived in thinking that to be gifted is enough, we ask you to forgive us. Verse 3 says, and though I bestow all of my goods to feed the poor, and I give my body to be burnt. Sometimes that means burnt out, right, in 21st century. But I don't have love. It profits me nothing. Father, some of our busy work profits us nothing because it's just that. There's no love involved, for you are love. Thank you, Daddy God. We thank you that charity suffers long. Love suffers long. Love is patient, is kind, is not envious, is not prideful, is not puffed up, God. Thank you for the blood of Jesus, Father. Thank you for the blood of Jesus. Help us walk in love this morning, in Jesus' name. Is there any prayer requests online? Either about what I pray for or something completely different. All right. Um, Father, I lift up all of those that are on the line. I pray that every need is met in their homes, their households, their ministries, their commitment, their businesses. Lord, I lift up all the congregants of overflowing life. I pray for divine health and healing in their life. I pray for young Mr. Jonathan. I pray that that collarbone is going into place and he will be stronger than he was before. Thank you for the lessons that you're teaching him at a very young age. We thank you, Father God. We thank you, Father God, for the entire family. We pray for this, we pray for the mother, her sibling. We pray for kingdom blessings and stability and strength. 
to be their portion in the name of Jesus. So we thank you, Father, for all your many blessings. We pray, Father God, for Sister Gray. We pray for her deliverance. We pray for her healing. Body, soul, and spirit. We thank you for both families' continued momentum into the plans and purposes of God. Hallelujah, Father. You said healing is the children's bread. So we thank you that the spirit of infirmity will not be a distraction and cause us to stop our forward momentum. So we thank you for the household. We thank you that it is a blessing in the community. We pray for the church, those that are called out all over the globe, Lord. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. We pray for our nation. Blessed is a nation whose God is the Lord as we come together as the body of Christ collectively with one voice. We decree that in this country, in the true and living God, we trust. Lord God, I thank you I thank you that your sheep hear your voice. In every situation, Father, your sheep hears your voice. We pray for the President of the United States, his family. Father, there was a prophetic word that was given that said revival would hit the White House through this presidency. Lord, I thank you that you are reviving Barack Obama, Michelle Obama, their children, all of their siblings, I thank you, Father, for a Holy Ghost revival to hit the White House, God. I pray, Father God, that you are stirring in the atmosphere among the staff, staff members. I thank you for fire, God. We call down fire. Fire fire, fire. We pray for baptism and fire for the Obama family, God. 
Lord, it is not easy being the commander-in-chief Lord, I thank you to revive them again, God. And Lord, I know people say a whole lot of things, but it doesn't matter. You have the final say-so over every life. So we decree, Father, revival in the White House that the fire of God will begin to burn through this nation as people finally get it. I decree that this is a great nation and that you are our Lord. We pray for all nations of the earth, God, that the truth of Jesus Christ would be preached, teached. There would be the casting out of devils, there would be teaching and preaching and healing all over the world because your people who are called by your name humbles themselves, pray, seek your faith, turn from their wicked way, and you hear, and you hear from heaven and you heal their land before the return of Christ. I thank you, Daddy, to set the church on fire so the smoke of your glory will permeate the atmosphere and people will know that Christ is Lord. Amen. Thank you for joining us this morning. You can reach us 724-444-7444. For call ID 12201, access us through com. Again, look for, um, search for call ID 121201. We have almost 700 prayers out there. Um, Avail yourself of them. Be blessed in Jesus' name. Amen. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.